This is where the fun begins. We'd be honored if you would join us. Hello and welcome to the Blue Milk Cafe. Grab an empty stool at the counter and place your order because we're about to talk all things Star Wars and Geek. Welcome back to the cafe. This is Jeff, episode 8, and today is my much-anticipated Star Wars conversation with a rural farm boy. So, good morning, Anthony. How you doing? Morning, Jeff. Morning, Star Wars friends. Yeah. How's the weather out there in western Pennsylvania? It's crisp, and it's cooled off, and it's going to go up to about 80 later on, but right now, in my little bitty apartment... In Vandergrift, it's feeling really good. Yeah. And it's gorgeous outside. Yeah, it's really nice out here this morning, too. But it's supposed to heat up later on, but right now it's nice, so. I'll take it because it's all green outside. I've been waiting eight months for this. And it best not go away anytime soon. Oh, no, I hope not. Really didn't have much of a spring. Well, at least here in eastern Pennsylvania, we did. It was either Over. raining and cold. Oh, wow were extremely hot so over here we had a straight up full spring first time in many a year i can ever i can't remember when we had a whole spring it was like we went from fall to winter and then straight into summer for what past 10 years yeah all right enough about the weather yeah that's right so we we tried to record this earlier in the week this past week but for some reason anchor was giving us a little problems there so we decided to jump one over here on skype and record it this way and so far so good anthony tell me when you first discovered star wars way back when way back when for me sitting here is going to be 53 this coming october uh way back when for me was when i was a 10 year old naive born kid and neighbor girls crossed the way got to be friends with my mom and my stepdad and after time in the late summer of 1977 they come across and that's when Star Wars was really big but I didn't have no clues. They asked my mom if they could take me and my little brother to the local theater to show us this what I call story but let's call it films, movie, what everybody was all going on about and I remember I don't remember the opening, like, the beginning of it, like most folks tends to remember with uh, Devastator chasing the panda before, and it goes on forever and ever. Now, the first thing that, that still sticks in my mind is when the stormtroopers are boarding the panda before, okay. and, and just going through that corridor like nothing. And that, that memory still sticks in my head to this, this very day. That was my first introduction to it. And then, like we done back then, we had that time watching that story in the theater. And then afterwards, there was either, you could read the novelization of it, or there was the storybooks. 
and then a little bit later on, maybe the next year, there was the story of Star Wars on a record album that you could get and kind of keep up with it that way and maybe different magazines was doing articles and things and that was pretty much the only way we could keep up for quite a few years. And then from then on, yeah, that's really stuck. And then later on, when Empire Strikes Back came around, my family was all steel workers over here. Okay. In the Ohio Valley where I grew up, where the Ohio River runs. And, well, 1980, 79 and 80, that's when the whole steel workers, everything that was founded around steel just went down the tubes. Everything all come apart. So times got really hard. But I remember also that same Christmas after Empire came out, somehow or another, my mom and stepdad found a way to get me the hot, was it the hot, the salt? Yeah, the, the Hoth playset? Playset. Yeah. yeah, but it was the one that had the walker, the cardboard walker in the back. Oh, okay. I, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. And they got me the Han Solo and Hoth gear and the, the Rebel Hoth, Hoth Rebel Soldier, which Correct. was like a generic version of Luke. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone mistake them for Luke. Yeah, I can remember having that quite a while and it was all falling apart and coming apart and I would tape it back together and glue it back together that cardboard background yeah so that was well that's still early in my Star Wars and that's about the same time that I discovered them NPR radio dramas and that yes. opened up a whole new different thing for me oh yeah listening listen to them that was a whole new way of kind of being told them stories without pictures, you got to use your imagination. Right. Yeah, I remember listening to those, I think when I first heard them, I must have been the summer I was down in Virginia visiting my grandfather. And I just remember laying there in the family room listening to those on the radio. Oh, it just takes you back. Every time I hear them, it takes me back. Something else I remember, maybe you might have done something similar was, you remember the the Christmas catalogs from Sears and J.C. Penney's that would come out? Oh, yes. Later in the year, and they would just be loaded in the toy section with page after page of just Star Wars stuff. Oh, yeah, I would have all those pages earmarked up for my mom, saying, I need this, I need this, I need this. Well, my mom's mom would always have them, and I would have to wait for like Easter, because I would just pester the crap out of her, and I had this catalog, because I would go and take it, and I'd take them pages out, and I was making a scrapbook of everything that I could possibly find for Star Wars, right. whether it come from a magazine, yeah, and I'd take all them pages out, cut out the different parts, and, and paste them onto notebook paper and put it in my scrapbook and I had all manner of different things in that scrapbook from, from the cut up I cut up tops trading cards and just paste them in their hole and there would be all the different ads and things in the catalogs I'd find the Star Wars Dixie Cups and I'd cut them off oh, wow. and paste them in there yeah, the action figure card backs I'd put them in and whatever it was I could find I had all manner of things in that scrapbook yeah I don't know if you, you know this or not but I guess it was last year I discovered there's a web website out there that actually archived all the old uh, Sears and JCPenney catalogs. 
and you can go back on there and click on whatever year you want and flip through those pages again. Feed online, but still, you're, you're, you're seeing the original ads and stuff. It's just pretty amazing now. The stuff they put on the internet for old folks like us to take us back. Well, later on, maybe this early afternoon, when I put my playlist back, that maybe listen to some Kathleen Sons. I think I know what I'm going to be going hunting up there, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forget the exact name of the website, but I think I just Google oh, searched uh, uh, old Sears catalog. I'll find it. Yeah. Just like I, just like last night, I went to work, and I said I was listening to a newer show, too. Uh, Hyperspace Hangout. Okay. It has... Matt and Ezra. Yeah. And they got their new show. And they were talking on that show about how they were, uh, they come across a fella on Instagram that's going and doing what we now know as a, a new hope in photographs. And he's telling that story, image by image, using Legos. Oh, and they wow. were just blown away by, yeah, because the first 10 minutes of their show, they're just going on about it in a really good way. And they really want to find this fella. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name, but they wanted to find him. They wanted to have him on the show. Okay. And they went and called me up. And they were like, help us find this fellow. So I'm like, all right, I asked him for help. So I went to Twitterverse, and I found him. Oh, and wow. I, 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 I posted it straight up. I was just like, that Ezra, here he is. You just meet him. He meets you. Yep. And I, I hope that helps him out and go and make a show. Yeah, get him on their show. Want to hear more about this? Oh, yeah. Because that's what I'm all about. What I, yeah. You, you seen that thing I put up, that momentary video I put up yesterday morning before I started work. Oh, yeah. About shouting out, calling out other, not calling out, calling on other podcasts. Yeah. Tell folks who you're listening to. Right. They need, they, they need to let them know because they sit behind a microphone and talk and you can put it out and they wonder, is somebody listening? I don't know you're listening. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. I, I've never had a problem with giving shout outs to other podcasts. I try to do that on each and every episode. Try to like pick three shows that I like to shout out that week. I mean, Absolutely. yeah, we're all talking about the same thing and we shouldn't look at it at each other as competitors. We should, we're a family here. We're a big podcast family. Just keep shouting each other out and you'll get more listeners guaranteed. Same thing what I always say is if we're all in this fandom together then let's all be together exactly and we are that's right also want to ask you yes. i don't i don't like asking people their favorite movie because i i hate when people ask me that because i just say all of them um but who, who is your favorite character who were you drawn to back when you were a kid Actually, it would be a little bit after the first one. The first characters that I was drawn to were Stormtroopers. Okay. Just because, oh, even growing up, after when I was a teenager and finally got a little black and white TV up in my room, I was always kind of drawn to watching different war movies, World War II stuff, watching the Rat Pack. Not the Rat Pack, Rat Patrol. Okay. <laughs> And all manner other different things. And yeah, that kind of, that, them two kind of different, they kept with me 
and got me really interested in the history stuff, which later on led me to be a Civil War reenactor for what ended up being a 15-year-long hobby, which was a great lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was always, I was always for the Empire. But then later on, when we got all the different stories about Darth Vader we're getting now, which maybe is just a bit too much, when he was still had that strong, mysterious, pow powerful draw to him, is... Of all things, it came to me from a comic image because I ain't never really been caught up in comics too much. Okay. Them stories to me just get a little bit too fantastical and that takes away. But I saw an image of Darth Vader and it was kind of from... It looked like it would come out of Empire Strikes Back when he's reaching his hand out to me, join me, but it's looking at him straight on. And... Well, he's looking straight at you with his hand reaching out to you. Right. And, well, I went and got that inked on my right shoulder. That, oh. that Darth Vader, yeah, Stormtroopers kind of got set off to the side, and he got stuck on me pretty quick. Not only stuck on me, <laughs> as he taken to him, but he got put on me. Yeah, literally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as a, as a kid, I was... I, I, I was drawn to Luke at first because I'm about, I'm three years younger than you. I'm 50. Mm -hmm. But and when I was, what would I have been? Seven, eight years old when I first saw New Hope. It was, Luke was just, oh my goodness. He was, he was me. Because yeah, I, I was always daydreaming. I was always daydreaming. That's one thing. You, you ask any of my teachers now, you can find any of them. <laughs> that had me in elementary school and they would say oh yeah he's, he's a decent student but he's always daydreaming so yeah that's why I was drawn to him but of course as I got older and in high school and, and some of my friends were saying oh no Han Solo was so cool and I would say I was like, oh yeah he was always my favorite but deep inside I was always a Luke guy still kind of am but with these new movies coming out actually Ray is right up there, like probably number two right now for me is Ray, right behind Luke. And I know that surprised some people coming from a quote OG fan, but hey, I, I like her character, I like where it's going, and I can't wait to see what we're gonna get in December here from her. Yeah, so well. I know a lot of folks are running through a lot of different things around about what they're hoping they're going to see or maybe what they want to see. I can go and tell you what we're going to see, what it's going to be. The story is going to be, it's going to tell something new, something different from what's been told before. Because yeah. that's what every next, since, since after New Hope, since Empire Strikes Back, every next story was something new and different than what came before it. Exactly. Each, everyone, and that's exactly what Rise of Skywalker is going to do. It's going to yep. be from the story to the lightsaber fight to what the Force, what Force abilities folks can go and use. It's going to do something new and different, what ain't been done and told before. Right. That's what it's going to be, plain and simple. Yep. Look back, it's, 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 it's there in history yeah. if you're paying attention. It's right yeah. there. And I'm going to go back for a minute to what you were saying about how folks ask 
and they go and rank different stories and what's your favorite. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very same as you, Jeff. My favorite is the last one I just watched. Yeah, I was about to say, my answer is either all of them or the one I'm watching right now. Yeah. When you're thinking about watching, I see Brandon from Boston Savers. There was a little, everybody was running it around this past week about what's your favorite. Keep went and posted that up. Like, what's my favorite? Well, it's the, my favorite's the one I'm going to watch. We're watching right now. And my next favorite was the one I just watched. And the next favorite after that is about the one I'm thinking about watching next. And yep, that's, yeah. that's it right there. Yep. And I also find it funny that back when Force Awakens came out after the initial shock wore off and people were calming down and some fans were saying, oh, it was too much like a new hope and not, you know, nothing was different. It was like a new hope. And then you got, I just find it, you can't please everybody because either they're going to complain that it was just like the previous one or it was so different. That's not my Star Wars. Well, which one do what do you want? What do you want? Oh, I just don't understand. And hopefully we'll never be about what we want. And as far as my thoughts, about how folks were saying the TFA was like a new hope. We do. We done. No, that's 30 years later. And as history is wont to do, if we are looking learning or looking and listening paying attention history repeats itself in some ways so things 30 years later in some ways can happen again not exactly the same but similar right yeah that's what this awakens was yeah there was similar things yeah they were similar but what i was seeing was i was seeing new characters new places new planets those were all new. Never saw this Kyler Ren guy before. Never saw this um, Laura Santeca guy at the beginning with Poe. Never saw him before. What, what was his story? So, yeah. It, I always say I'm not a, a writer. I'm not a director. I'm not a producer. Please let, let the professionals do it. And I'm pretty sure they'll make something that's going to make me happy. Why? Because it's Star Wars. You put Star Wars in front of it, I'm going to watch it, so. That's it, straight and plain. Folks got a story they want to tell you. Want to be told a story? It's not going to be about what you want. You want to be told a story? You want to be told a story, they're going to tell you one. Right. And we've seen other fans do it before. If if you want something different, go out and make your own little fan film. You can do that. It's not going to be official, but you can go out and, you know, do your own. That's the only kind of Star Wars stories that are about what we want. Exactly. And it's called fan films and fan fiction. Right. And yes, I've, I've watched some fan films before that I thought were really good. And I've read some fan fiction that I thought was very good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what we want. But what Star Wars wants and what we're going to get is what... JJ's going to give us what Ryan Johnson's going to give us, what JJ's going to give us again, and the, those boys from uh, that little show that I, I've never watched, Game of Thrones, what they're going to give us. So, yep, I never watched it either. So I, I can't wait to see what they're going to give us, and if they give us what everyone's talking about, the Knights of the Old Republic, 
please give me the Knights of the Old Republic because one, I've never played the game before, so I don't know the story. I, I'm interested to hear the story and see the story. So also, don't forget, don't go and leave out that that, that next coming story we're going to be told about hashtag Make Solo Two happen. That's coming. Too. That's right. That <laughs> that, that the TV series are on Disney Plus. That they better give us. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I want to know more about. I want. I want to see Han and Chewie working for Jabba. I want to see. Uh, I want to see Kira and Maul. I just want to see that story. Yeah. When, they, when you're in that Twitterverse and you see that hashtag makes no one tweet after you see it, don't like it. Retweet it. Yep. Retweet the hell out of it. Pass it on. It, it, it's getting noticed because I've seen. Uh, I can never pronounce his name, but I think it's y- Uo Sotamo. The new Chewbacca actor, he's Eunice. been Eunice. Eunice. Yeah, he's been tweeting it out. He's I've seen actually I've seen Ron Howard tweet it out too. So it's it's being noticed but by, by the people that matter. So hopefully hopefully Disney's listening. Oh, they know about it. They sure know about it. Yeah. See it, retweet it. See it, retweet it. Yeah. And if you even remotely got enjoyment out of Solo, a Star Wars story. Believe me, you'll want to see that continuation of that story. Mm-hmm. They can put it on the television. They can put it on in a theater. However they want to tell that story. Yeah. Just make, make that happen. And just tell us a story. That's that's what most of the Star Wars fans want. Mm-hmm. You know, like you that's always it. say, tell, tell me a story. So, mm-hmm. doesn't matter how old we get. Everybody likes to be told a good story, be it an adventure story, good drama, comedy, what have you. And to me, all that stuff is rolled up in Star Wars, and I think that's why we all like it so much. Yes, sir, we do. We love it so very much. Also, folks, I'm hoping realize, don't hold on to it too tight, because that's you packing your own bags, and then let your own self down whenever... You're thinking it's going to be a this or that or the other. We love it all as much as we do, but it ain't ours. Right. Realize that at the same time. Yep, that's true. So, I saw something in the Twitterverse the other day. And I'm, what did you see? I'm trying to remember who tweeted, originally tweeted it out, but they were asking everybody to give their favorite comedic moments from Star Wars. That'd be the voice from the Bombad cast. Okay, that's it. Scotty and Jerry. See, there's there's so many of them I can't keep them straight. But, yeah, I, what what are some of your favorite comedic moments from Star Wars? I almost, Jeff, I almost want to go and say, because their next episode's coming out, for, I'm not sure when, it's got to be soon, but they recorded it a couple days ago. And I sent them my response to that, because I know some folks were... They take different parts, and they're, they're to me, they're kind of overanalyzed. I almost want to say, wait to hear what I got to tell them, but maybe okay. I'll go and say now, is, I don't really look at it, to me, that's like looking at it way too close. you got to take a mile-long step back, Okay. because uh, each story's got its different parts that gives you a laugh or a chuckle, um, and I don't read, I don't look at them that closely for, I just, 
I think it is all part of the our whole story. And there's moments in them that make you laugh or give a giggle. Right. Because some folks were worried about maybe they're this kind of this kind of funny stuff in Last Jedi doesn't seem like it fits. And I'm like, you're, you're looking too close. Back up. You're missing the story. You're getting yeah. in your own way. What are you doing? Yeah, they're, they're just taking everything too, too it's serious. It's a momentary thing. Let that moment pass on by. Carry on the yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, I think some of my responses to them, I told them, I think I gave them three. But I, I have so many more than that that gave me a that I can remember giving me a laugh when I first watched it, and it still makes me chuckle when I watch it again. Um, I think I gave them the moment where Ray is sitting there on the rock in the Last Jedi, and Luke tells her to reach out, and she sticks her arm straight out. Yeah, she really does, and that's. And he just rolls his eyes, and then he's playing with her. Oh, can you feel that? Can you feel it? And then he smacks her with that uh, branch. Oh, it makes it's like a read. Yeah, it makes me chuckle every time. And then, mm-hmm. of course, the part part with Jar Jar and Phantom Menace where he shoots his tongue out like a fly to grab the fruit, and Qui Gon grabs it. And mm-hmm. I just put that in there because it's Jar Jar. And I always like Jar Jar, so. And I'm trying. Oh, and of course Poe in Force Awakens. Who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. <laughs> and. That's just him being a smartass. Yeah. yeah. And, but it's, I like that. How that to do. Yeah. I like how that smartassery continued in the last Jedi, the beginning of last Jedi, where he was like, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and hold them for General Hux. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was funny. I knew a lot of people were complaining about that, saying, oh, that was just terrible. That was some bad comedy. But, hey. In their opinion. Right. Folks, don't say... Just to me, or in my opinion, if you're not going to go and say that, then I'm not having a conversation with you because you're trying to state your right. opinion as fact, and it's just opinion. Exactly. I saw that on a comment on a Facebook. I think it was yesterday. I think I belong to one of the Star Wars groups on there on Facebook, and. Um, Oh, I forget the story that they posted, but it was something about... Of course, it was something about Disney and the new films. And some girl commented on there saying, Well, the fact is that The Last Jedi sucked and this and that. And, oh my god, did she have a lot of replies saying, No, it's not a fact. That's your opinion. So, yeah, I hate when people say... You're your own way and don't realize you are. Right. I just hate when people say it's a fact that this and this. No, it's not. It's your opinion, and you're allowed to have that, but let the people that like it have their opinion, too. And now I got a Facebook account. You can hunt me up there, but I ain't never nearly in there. I'm always in the Twitterverse. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mostly on Twitter, but I try to maintain both now that I have a couple of podcasts here that I try to get out there. So got to keep up with both of them, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we're we're here in July, just uh, just knowing that we're so close to December now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's closer. not that close. It's still a ways off yet. And, um, and it can take its good old time getting here. I'm not in any hurry. We're already halfway through 2019. I know. 
yeah, they can slow it down, but hmm. everyone's talk, talking about that next trailer. It's supposed to be dropping soon, too. But I think they should wait for that for a little bit. And, I mean, we, we have that teaser trailer that's really good. I keep watching that almost every day. So, I don't know. Yeah, we hit a little bit of slow news, and I, I know folks are kind of, well, can we get this? And when, we need to have this. And I, every time I hear that, I just keep saying the same thing. When it's time for us to be given a thing, they'll yep. give us a thing. Exactly. They'll give it to us. And we just have to be patient. Yeah, yeah. We've had 42 years of lessons on learning how to be patient. Yeah. We ain't learned from that by now. What, what I think it is, and no, no disrespect to the younger fans out there, because I, mean, I converse with the, the younger fans there in the Twitterverse, but I just I think some of them need to realize that you know the old, older fans like us, there was a time between 1983 and 1999 where we didn't have any Star Wars movies. Dark times. And we survived it. We're still alive. We survived it. We got through. And now, as Star Wars fans, we are spoiled. We are spoiled with content. You got the movies. You got TV shows coming out. You got comics. You got books. You got animated series. It's ridiculous. So Spoiled like never before. Yeah, I think that's why some of them are the way they are with, I can't wait for the next thing. I can't wait for the next piece of news. Yeah, I'm like that too inside, but I've learned to slow myself down. You know, inside I could slow myself down and say, you know, when they give it to us, they give it to us. I can wait. But yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Everyone's talking about this rumor that this new trailer is gonna be debuting here pretty soon. Who knows? Just go with the flow of it. Yeah. There's there's so much to get into. Relax. <laughs> And yeah, there is so much to go and get into. There's so many different conversations on all manner of social media about so many different things. Yeah. While we're waiting to be told whatever next bit of information is going to be coming, we, let's go yeah. talk about Alphabet Squadron. There's a yeah. bunch to be talked to about it. And then whatever other conversations are, folks are still putting up there, what's your favorite this and that. Right. That's and me, I'll go and ask you, you listen to the newest Star Wars Report podcast, or you got Blue Harvest in, in your playlist, and what are they talking about? There is so much to go and get yep. into and talk about while we're waiting to be told just what happened this past week. Yeah. We were talking about all them different things, and then all of a sudden, on YouTube, the Star Wars show comes out, and hey, Sith Trooper, what happened? Yeah. Man. Everybody went bananas over that one. Yep. Bananas in a great way. Yeah. Over that one little thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I want There's bananas. So much to be about. Now let's go talk about the Sith Trooper. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I want bananas. I want bananas so much. I went on my Blue Mill Cafe Twitter account there and I put out a little call to some of the talented photoshopping Star Wars fans. I seen they hit you back pretty quick too. <laughs> oh yeah, the first one I got back, I was like, "That is pretty freaking sweet." And yes, that's my new profile picture. So yeah, I, I asked myself, "Can someone Photoshop a Sith trooper with a nice tall glass of blue milk so I can use my new profile picture?" And 
sure enough, I think it was uh, Blue Milk on the Rocks, I believe. Got back to me real quick and gave me a little image there. So shout out to him for coming through for me. And that's my new profile pic, and it came out really good. <laughs> yeah, everybody. I was I was hoping it was going to be Don Boring. Okay. Star Wars Dexterous. Yeah. Yeah, he's been... He's got... There's a lot of different shows that now has their artwork compared to see a Don. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, you know, it, it came out decent, so I, I decided to use it because, yeah, when I first saw the image of the Sith Trooper, I was now that is pretty badass. So, yeah, that's... I cannot wait to see them. And... Oh, I just hope they're. I just hope it's not a Captain Phasma type situation. It's gonna be something new and different. What we ain't been told. That's what it's gonna be. What I'm also interested in watching until we get to be told the story is cosplayers. When they saw that, oh, no. a lot of them, folks are like, "Well, let's see how units are gonna go and replicate this because that's what they go and do before." We're whatever next Star Wars story comes, cosplayers, when they see a new image of a new costume coming, oh, yeah. they're on it. But this one is really detailed and difficult. Yeah, just the, the 501st Legion. I guarantee they're working on their armor for the set troop. Right when that dropped, they're probably working on the new armor. So that's what I'm going to be on the lookout for is who's going to be first. Yep before December comes to have this looks just like that because there are so many other details that 3D printing oh, yeah. or vacuum forming ain't yeah. going to be able to touch so I'm really curious to see who's right. going to be able to pull this off and get it to look just like that because wow yeah that was really we'll see what happens yeah we will and that's why that's why I try to back off from here at the Blue Mill Cafe. I really don't go over the news that much because one we we get these dry spells where there's no news to talk about, and I don't I don't want to go and miss a week because there's no news. So now there's so many other places. Yeah. So many other different places that folks are talking about. We can go hunt that up there. We, yeah. We, no, there's other stuff. To be yeah. That about. that's why I try to go and talk about stuff like. My favorite Han Solo moments, my favorite this, my favorite that. And I just sit here and I talk to the computer and let it go because I like to talk Star Wars so much. That's why I started this, quote, solo show of mine because I'm also on the Canto cast with my buddy Tristan. But Tristan is, Tristan just graduated high school and he's very busy. Oh, he's a youngin'. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's very busy. He's getting ready to go off to Texas A&M this fall, so he's he's been busy. And when we can get around to it, we record and we try to do the same thing over there. We we try to mention the news here and there, but then we'll talk about something else, be it Star Wars or something else in the geek universe. This weekend we're going to be talking about Spider-Man: Far From Home because I'm finally going to see that tomorrow. So we're going to talk all about that tomorrow night, but. Yeah, I, I I was missing it. I was missing sitting here just blabbing about Star Wars. So I'm like, why don't I just start my own show and sit here and talk to myself and see if I can do that. And 
happens, I can do that. <laughs> so what I what I like to lot here's some folks really starting to pick it up again and running around is us talking to each other about our band. It's just like how you asked me to come on and talk about like different origins of what, what's what got you interested, what got you started. How did you how did you find Star Wars or it find you? There's other folks doing the same that wanna hear like Matt and Ezra on Type of Space Hangout, they want to hear other fans what they call their origin stories. And yeah. I sent them the first part of mine on their episode three or four, okay. and they're still asking for so hit them up, Jeff, and right. give them a voice message and tell them your story. Cool. And there's a couple girls that does lipstick, lipstick and light tapers. Okay. That's Alex and Shannon. Alex is, does... Sometimes you can hear her on uh, What the Force, Marie Claire. She does shows from time to time. And Shannon is postcards from Galaxy's Edge. Yes, I've listened to that one. Yeah, yeah they do a show together called Lipstick and Lightsabers. And just last evening, they posted up in the Twitterverse, they want your origin stories. Yeah, I'm, I mean, when I first... I know there was... I don't know if he does it anymore, but Scott Rifen. Had the, oh, Scotty, yeah. Had um, my Star Wars story. Yeah, he has Last one we did was like five months ago. Yeah, because I actually... Had I this guy walking through Neverland. Yeah, I don't know how long my name's been on his wait list, but I, I did send him an email back way back when. So. He's got a long list, and I know he was having some computer memory issues that he lost about six or seven shows. Yeah. So he's been taking his time on top of a normal day job and just every day. Yeah. Dad, dad life. But yeah, I've been missing Scotty in my playlist for a while. Yeah, and I was on the Wampas Lair was doing, I think they're going to try to start bringing it back. They were doing what they were calling Tales of the Larians. Yeah. And they would bring in, you know, hit them up, let them know you want to come on. They'll set up a time to record either Carl, Jason, and now they have Katie on their show. Would call you up and they would do what we're doing right now, but they would ask, they had a series of questions they would ask you and you would answer them. I think I was on their Tales of the Larians number nine, I think. I don't know how many, how far back in their catalog it is, but. They're in in the deep. 360th they're, they're long long oh yeah I believe they were the second Star Wars podcast I found the first one I ever found was Rebel Force Radio and for some reason I heard you mention it on Neil Neil's show I just fell out of favor with them yeah, me too. I was listening to them before Rebel Force Radio was even a thing. They were doing the Force Cast. Yeah, exactly. That's how I found them, and then they went and parted ways with the Force Cast and started their show for a good long while. Yeah, that was one of my go-tos. Yeah, every Friday. Two, two, two years ago or so, they took a hard look in the yeah. direction that I don't understand why they went. Yeah, they, yeah I, I think they made a wrong turn somewhere. That's what they, they do what they do. I might give them a listen every now and again on a Saturday or Sunday when my playlist gets a little thin just to see if they're still staying, what I told me, if they're still staying in their corner of the yard where they where they need to be and 
Yeah. Don't go anywhere else just to find out what they're doing. Right. They were there in my playlist for years. And I, yeah, I think it was like maybe a year, maybe a year and a half ago. Sudden, and what's even funniest is Jimmy's RA. Yeah. What the hell are you doing, Jim? I know. I can't say. Jay, Jason says he's, he's barely in the original generation. Right. He's barely. He's like 40, 41. Something like but that. don't understand him, too. And put me to wonder, especially when they were having different issues and trying to make light of a thing with Andy Gutierrez and any other girls that are fans, I'm thinking, you two are married. What do your wives think about what you're saying? Do they know what you're saying? Right. Because if they don't, I think they take a particular interest in what, what all kind of trouble you two are stirring up about girl fans. Right. And, yeah, that's what I, It seemed like right... I think it was right before or right after The Last Jedi came out is when I started really notice, noticing their turn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are, are you serious, guys? I mean, yeah, if... You didn't care for the movie, The Last Jedi. That's fine, but don't, you know, start all this thing about females and Star Wars and stuff like that. All they have to, oh nope, they got they got to put a female in there. They had well, to do they, that. They do still have a big listenership. Yeah, they do. And but what I've been noticing more more recent is they have to realize that they shut themselves out. Because when's the last time that they had anybody that they was friends with on their show? They haven't talked to Dave Filoni in years, and they used to have regular conversations with him. That don't happen anymore. Right. And more recent, what's very telling about that is, yeah, there's a, a good many folks that don't talk. They, Riley Blanton used to go on their show. I ain't heard or seen Riley on there so what they all been doing is taking their back catalog and different shows that they did from years back and using that to kind of keep having talks with those different folks that right. won't talk with them anymore. Yeah, and another one, another one that I guarantee you won't hear on their show anymore, Ashley Eckstein. Mm-hmm. She used to be on their show quite a bit. Wait a bit. So, I, key, key words in that sense is Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like, you know, usually I don't like talking about stuff like that, but with them, I'll make an exception because I know, I, I must guarantee they're not listening to my show, so. Um, but, no, Jimmy don't do that. He won't promote anybody else because he works in public radio. Yeah. And that's how public radio works. They don't go promote, they promote themselves and ignore everybody else. So that's, I've always noticed that about him. I'm like, no, we need to pick each other up and mention each other, talk with each other. And they won't go and do that. They never have and never will. So yeah, after Rebel Force Radio, I mean, yeah, Wampus Lair was the very next one I picked up on. I've been listening to them ever since their maybe 12th or 13th episode, and now they are in the 300s. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow, I just, when you step back and look and see how long you've been listening to someone, it just blows your mind. Like, I've been listening to these guys that long, and 
it, it makes sense because I look at Carl and Jason and now Katie as like friends. Absolutely. They're in my they're in my ear holes every single week. So. That's how I take damn near every podcast that I listen to. I've been listening to folks for so long. That motivators. I've been with them since their very first show. Yeah. And just now they hit 125. Yeah, and everybody that does a show, and you listen to them for that long, and they get very telling about themselves, and you kind of get the, even though you're just a listener, but they're talking to you, and you kind of take it like you're sitting in the room with them, and the are all talking together, they're all yeah. talking to you, and you get to know them as folks and people, and what's going on with their friends, family, what's happening with yeah, and you kind of really get to understand these folks, and you take them on as just like friends. Yeah. Yep, and that's why we have to keep shouting each other out and promoting each other because we are one big family here, and that's why I wanted to have Anthony on here and to to make my point that we are one big Star Wars community here on the Twitter. Yep, it's because of things like that. Listening to shows and folks for so long is what got me in that Twitterverse. I'm like. I get these, they're all my people, yeah. I'm the same as them, and I want to talk with them, and right. I, I did, first I didn't want nothing to do with no social media, but now here I am in the Twitterverse with all them same folks that we listen to, and after time, well, hell, now here's me and Jeff talking, because of that Twitterverse. That's right, and, and you know, I think I sent out a tweet saying that I was finally going to have you on today, and this episode should be dropping here either later today or early tomorrow. And I threatened, I threatened Neil. I said, Neil, you're next, buddy. I seen it. I, he better take you up on it. Yeah, I got, I got to send him out a message saying, hey, we got to make this happen. I know, I know, our, you're over there, you know, across the pond, but we're gonna make this work. He'll do it. He'll do it. And he I, was all threatened last weekend. Whenever he was saying about he's working on a show and he wasn't sure what he was going to talk about, and I thought, you know what, Neil, big boy in that Twitterverse, people loves you for it. That's right. So you got nothing to talk about? How about you and me get to talk? We'll get around talking, and then when our friends in that Twitterverse go and see what we've done, that's gonna get run around quite a bit, and it surely did. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a really good show, and if you guys haven't out, guys out there that haven't listened to that show yet, go look it up. Neil's name of Neil's show is Cloud City Copilot. It's on Cloud Anchor. Car. Cloud Car. That's right. Cloud, Cloud Car City. <laughs> and I just had a I just had a friend, my only only one geek friend at work yesterday. We're sitting at the last break before the end of the workday, and he looked over at me and he said. Would you say the name of that show was? Yeah, everybody can see it. Give that a listen. Yeah, go look him up if you're on the Anchor app. He, he's on there, and that what that's what made me when I decided to do this solo show. I was like, you know, I already because Tristan and I, our Canto Cast show is on Podbean. That's our host for Podbean, and they actually cost money every month to keep us on there. So. I was like, I can't afford to pay for two shows, so I was looking for something free, and Anchor, seriously, people, if, if you even want to attempt to try to do a show or just 
try to do one for fun, listen back to it, see what it sounds like. Go go and do Anchor. Anchor, totally free. You, you can record it right there on the website, their website or on your phone. It's just really easy. And they have everything you need on there. Background music, everything. Yeah, after we're done, I'm going to go hunt me up in that Twitterverse, and I'll, I'll, I'll give them a reminder. Yeah. I'm going to go send, send a... Send a thing to lipsticks and lightsabers about my Star Wars story. Yep. Send them one from you. I'll even get Neil asking what to do. And that'll pick that them girl's show way up. Yeah. Yep. We just have to keep promoting each other this way. You, you don't need you don't need paid sponsors when you got the Star Wars Twitterverse, so just keep pumping each other up and we'll 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 slowly start to grow. Word of mouth travels so much faster than any kind of advertising. Yep. Yes, it does. And with that being said, I think my three podcast shout-outs this week. Uh, let's go with uh, Chutaka. They're a fairly new podcast. Really fun guys. Really funny. Um, and I've mentioned them already before. Wampus Lair, go check out them. They've been around a long time. Great podcast, great positivity. And since we've already talked about them so much, go listen to Neil's show, Cloud Car Copilot. So, yeah. And actually, since I have a guest in the cafe today, Anthony, why don't you give some uh, podcast shout outs there? Let's see. I think I mentioned them. No, I didn't mention them. That's still... They're up in their early 30s in the way of episodes. Uh, a couple friends down in Kentucky. Jam Transmissions, Pete and Josh. Okay. And sometimes Pete's wife. Pete and Greg. Yep, give them folks a listen. They're a lot of fun. They try to keep it clean. They do tend to swear it a bit, but they cover it. They kind of cover it in a really interesting way by using a concrete sound. Okay. So that way, anybody can give a listen without feeling like they got harsh words. So there's jam transmissions. Yeah, I mentioned Patty and Ezra, hyperspace hangout. Give them, give them boys a good listen. And. Oh, inside the Force. Oh, there you go. They're sort of new. Well, they're kind of coming out of being new, but they do a show that drops later in the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep, I will give my shout-out to them. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. That's a nice long list of shout-outs this week. So, and Anthony, I want to thank you for stopping by the cafe today. This has been an awesome, awesome talk. I mean, I'm pretty sure we could keep, keep going on and on, but unfortunately, yeah. But unfortunately, you know, life has to happen too. So. Well, I'm humbled and grateful for your ask. Hey, anytime, anytime you want to come back to the cafe, just you know, hit me up there on the Twitterverse, and we'll, we'll work something out. Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. And until next time, guys, order up. So what I believe you were trying to say is thank you. Thank you.
cute. You're welcome. What? No, no, no. I, I didn't. What? What? Okay, I... okay. I feel what's happening here. You're face to face with greatness and it's strange. You don't even know how you feel. It's adorable. What's nice to see, Padawans never change. Trust in the Force, let's begin. Yes, it's really me, Skywalker, breathe it in. I know it's a lot, the hand, the sight. When you're staring at a Jedi Knight. So what can I say except you're welcome for that Death Star I blew from the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. I'm just an ordinary Jedi. Hey, what has two thumbs and stopped the dark side? When you were waddling, yay, hi, this guy. When Solo froze cold, who stopped the rancor down below? You're looking at him, yo. So I met Obi-Wan Kenobi Plus turns out I'm Darth Vader's son Brought the Empire to its knees You're welcome Just don't mention me, Ewoks, please So what can I say except you're welcome For that saber you got thanks to me The Force that'll guide your way You're welcome Hey, that's how it goes when you're a prodigy I could go on and on, I could explain even dumb midichlorians Guiding a missile as tricky as that Nothing if you can bullseye, I want brat I'm killed the tauntaun, I slept in its guts Kissed my own sister, which was kinda nuts What's the lesson? What is the takeaway? Do or do not, cause there is no try anyway And the legend they tell of my life Is an epic of heroes and strife Me and the force who make everything happen Look at R2 and 3PO, just tippity tapping and tapping and tapping and tapping and Hey, 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 hey Well anyway, let me say Time for the Jedi to end. Thank you for visiting the cafe. We know life is all about passions. Thank you for lending me your ear while I shared all of mine. And remember, blue milk, it does a body good.
muy, muy, I love yous. Misa yous humble servant. That won't be necessary. Ah!